Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Bryony Blake. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? <laughs> it's so nice to see your face when this happens now. I love the fact that we've just been talking for half an hour and we're, we're acting as though we've just been, just literally connected on the call. Um, it's been lovely to have a little chat with you, actually. I forget how wonderful it is to chat to my mates sometimes. Oh, I know. It's also like with things like this, especially when you're being interviewed, I always... I really hate not asking questions about you. It's really awkward. You're like, just talk about me. And then I'm like, no, but I actually want to know how you are. So it's actually very nice to have a catch up. Yeah, you're always really good at that. But you are a great candidate for feel-good habits because you are a positive person. Oh, you are, thanks. You are. But you're a joy to hang out with. You don't really, You don't really have a lot of time for negativity and being down in the dumps. That's my observation as your mate. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I try really hard. Really hard not to do that, just because I think there's so much of it kind of, and it's not to anyone's fault, but I think there's an awful lot of kind of, you know, everyone suffers at the moment. A lot of people are going through so many different emotions and there's a lot of mental health issues out there and stuff. And I just think, you know, of course I get down and sad and other people do as well. I, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I feel that when you tune into like me and my life on social media or whatever, then it's, you know, A, I'm talking about makeup. What's not, what's, what's bad about that? It's all fabulous. Um, but also <laughs> just, you know, sometimes it's nice to have a bit of like lightheartedness. It's a bit like talking to your mates and there's always a Debbie Downer and you're like, oh God, who invited her to the party? Don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one wants that one. You want the fun, I want fun Bobby. Fun Bobby, yeah. No, but to that point, and but I love the friends reference. There's always a friends reference. Always. There's a friends reference for everything. Um, but uh, lots of social cohesion, or I've definitely been in groups where social cohesion is strengthened by uh, combined negativity and misery loves company. But you are the sort of person, whenever I've seen that in sort of groups, you'll just be like, where did Brian go? Oh, she's over in that group of people who are laughing and smiling and <laughs> saying nice, lovely things. Well, yeah, I mean, I do, I do. I just like to have fun and have a laugh, really. I mean, I think if you just, I always feel like I need to kind of like invite people into my family because I don't think we really talk. I mean, for starters, we're not allowed to talk about politi politics and we're mm -hmm. not allowed to talk about religion in our house because that's been massive debates. Okay. <laughs> also, like anything like that in our family home, I'm just like, right. I always say it to any boyfriend. I'm like, just to let you know, we don't talk about religion or politics because it's just ridiculous. And 
it, no one really has an opinion. We just love to just to have a massive debate on anything. Right, and, right. Um, but we just talk utter rubbish and we just laugh all the time. Like we're just so stupid that I think it's quite infectious, but also it just, it's literally food for your soul. Like I, and that's one thing I'm missing so much is my family. But then, you know, I make sure that I FaceTime them all the time yeah. and, you know, speak to my sister who's ridiculous and hilarious and has always got some drama going on. And, uh, you know, I spoke to my brother the other day who's potty training my nephew and he did a wee while being on FaceTime for me, which I thought was fantastic. The nephew or your brother? <laughs> my brother, of course. No, my nephew was thrilled. He was like, I've not even seen him do this. I was like, well, you're welcome. Auntie Brian <laughs> on FaceTime. <laughs> Remote potty training. But the thing is, is that it's been my observation in, in my many years I don't know why I said it like that, but it's been my same age. Yeah. Where there are, um, most people who have this kind of outlook, some are born like that way. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's just a good mental health outlook. Mm. Um, or it's uh, like, but sometimes it's really well thought out and it's to stop you from going down a negative space. So it just, I, I feel like with you, I feel like you are a naturally positive person, but you also have steered yourself away and you steer yourself towards the goodness, which brings us neatly to your feel good habits. So if you, you'd like to rename them in your, you have renamed them on your list, things that make me happy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I've also got? I actually have a folder in my phone. Like, I mean, I have something like 27,000 pictures on my phone. It's disgusting. They're not all of me, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Only half of them. Um, and I've got an entire this this could be another thing that I add to my happy list. Honestly, you need to go through your pictures, any picture that makes you happy, tag it and you put it in an album and it's things that make me happy. And whenever I'm feeling a bit weird or if I'm on a plane, I've got a really long journey and I'm missing people or anything like that where you're like a bit homesick, I go through that album and it's so nice. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's, that's, one of them. So lovely. that's a brilliant one. I like that one. Yeah, it really does help. And and it can be anything. Like I've got, I love tomatoes. I've got a really nice picture of a load of tomatoes. And I'm like, yay. You know what? There's nothing like a nice tomato. I do like a vine ripened plum tomato. Yeah, I love a tomato. <laughs> See? A balsamic, bit of pink Himalayan salt. Oof. Yes. So yeah, that kind of thing I think is really important. So we were on our phones all the time. And I just think I've got so many pictures and there are so many memories that you forget about. And I just feel that when there's something, you know, once a month, I kind of go through them and I just put them all into my things that make me happy. And it's also stuff like, you know, a tree house or um, something my mate did once, which I captured on camera, which I found really funny or a party that I went to, but I don't want to put the whole party in there. So it's just one shot. And just, it's just really nice to kind of go back through that. And rather than scrolling through your whole, whole phone, you've got a whole album there of the things that make you happy in it. I, well, it definitely makes me happy. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. I do at the end of every month, I put all of the pictures for that month in a, an album. Wow, just so that I've got just just on my phone so I've got them to go back to but it started when I had the breast reduction last year and I put everything in a folder because obviously there were some pictures in that folder that I didn't want like coming up on any sort of any of my other devices yeah yeah <laughs> but there are four pictures in that folder of me when I got wheeled back into my hospital room and I, I'd like they 
checked and said, yeah, you're fine. But I, I just come around, so I was dozy as anything. And I took some selfies, <laughs> like sort of propped up slightly. But I just look very, very high. And I'm trying to, get, with a surgical gown on, I'm trying to like take a picture of my my new bladder chest. <laughs> and it's, they make me, they make me so happy. They make me laugh and sort of cry at the same time. Yeah, but I, that's the thing. And you've got it all there. And it's just things that you should remember sometimes. And I think if you're having a bit of a wobble or... You know, there are just, I don't know, if you're at work or something and something's not quite right, or you just need a few minutes and you just, you've got it there. You know, it's that little album that, and you're like, mm. yeah, I love sunflowers or, oh yeah, I love a cup of tea. You know, just like stupid stuff. I mean, it's so random, but it's, it's also just really lovely. So I just, it does make me happy. So that's, just, this is what I've named this list. I enjoy that. So what else is on your list, my friend? Well, I mean, let's do the obvious one. What What is a super positive thing for me is makeup, obviously. Right, but right. instead of like, and I'm sure everyone said that to you, and they're like, oh, yeah, fine. I've kind of come up with a new idea. Go on. <laughs> so, I mean, I've got so much makeup, it's beyond a joke, obviously. And every woman has a lot of makeup, like either has a lot of makeup, but they've all got some kind of makeup lying around. They've got that drawer that they're like, oh, yeah, it's stuff that I kind of like, but whatever. So I've made this thing, especially in kind of lockdown, that when I do my makeup, I try and pick a product that I haven't used for ages mm. and I add it into my, my, my daily routine. So I'll be like, you know, even if it's an eyeliner or an eyeshadow palette that I haven't used for ages, I'll be like, right, I'm going to use that one product or that one item today and add it into my everyday makeup routine, but I've got to use it. And basically you'll come up with a different look pretty much every day for the rest yeah. of the year if you're me um, yeah. but you know what I mean like just something you'll be like oh yeah I love that highlighter that I bought two years ago which obviously you know I'm sure people should have thrown away by now but real reality people don't so um I just think it's quite nice to kind of go back over you know old stuff that oldies but goodies that you've kept and you've loved and then go oh my god yes I love that spice lipstick that I used you know from Rimmel all that time <laughs> I did that quite early on in lockdown because I got these four boxes under my sort of in, in my lift up bed compartment thing and I was like right I've been saving them for best and some of them had spoiled there was no doubt about it oh, but some of it, and some of it was really disappointing and wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be but some of it was amazing it was yeah, really but that's, that's the thing so I think it's just about being a bit more experimental you know I always say this to people like just because I'm doing like a green smoky eye, for instance, like you don't have to follow the green smoky eye, put a purple one in there, do a, you know, use your own initiative, go and be creative, follow the technique that I'm doing, but just do it differently, like add something mm. into it, you know, so I kind of try and do that. And, and honestly, it makes me feel so much better. Like I will literally walk around and be like, okay, I'm not got any makeup on today. And I'm really feeling rubbish. And every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh my God. God, make an effort, woman. And then I'll go and, you know, put a bit of makeup on. And I'll be like, much better. Like mentally, I just feel better because I don't offend myself when I walk past a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm using, you can tell because I use a filter on my Instagram when I'm not wearing any makeup. And when I'm not, I'm all right. So it's just, you know, just kind of do something a bit different. Like you're at yeah. home, you're not going anywhere. It's not, it doesn't matter. It can be wiped off, but just, you know, use those, use those little precious gems that you've had in the bottom drawer and, uh, you know, give yourself a different look every day. It can be anything. I was, 
I said to um, Jules von Hepp, right, we um, did a live on the Isle of Paradise page uh, not long after, like two weeks into lockdown. And we were talking about makeup. And I said, well, the thing is, is if you in lockdown, if you're by yourself, if you're not wearing makeup, then it's sort of sending a signal to yourself or a message to yourself that makeup is for other people. Yeah, that's a really, yeah, that's a really good point. And it's so, so easy. Try to dress up. And I feel bad because listeners, we can see each other, Brian and I can see each other and she looks absolutely glorious. Your hair is tonged, your makeup's done. And I'm filming after this. So my hair is ratty <laughs> and rough dried and I haven't got any makeup on. <laughs> Normally it wouldn't be like this. I have just come from a meeting. So I would terrify people if I didn't. You should have seen me in a Zoom meeting yesterday. I had wet hair. I looked like a dead squirrel. It was really amusing. People nice. find it hilarious. Um, okay. So what my other one, I've got so many. When I can you, tell. Can you really knuckle down to this? It's actually quite fun. I love the WhatsApp. It was like three to five of your top tips. And you're like, I've got about eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know everyone's going to say cooking, okay? But I've got a theory on this, right? I love cooking. Well, mm-hmm. I just love eating. So I have to cook to eat. Um, <laughs> it's a necessary evil. <laughs> oh, I just love it so much. I wake up thinking about food. I go to bed thinking about food. When I'm eating my lunch, I'll actually discuss what I'm having for dinner. This is another thing that happens in my family a lot. We revolve everything around food. Um, but I, I definitely noticed, and I wonder if other people, and I'd be intrigued to know what other people think about this, is that I'm... quite a good chef as in like I like to cook because I like throwing things in and being experimental and I love a cookery book but I usually Mm. take just like ideas from them and then I'll always change it but the one thing I found like when I was going through a really bad patch where um where my dad passed away and I literally needed to focus on something um but I didn't want to think about it I and I'm a terrible baker can I just point that out like the worst I mean, I've had a carrot cake that you could throw at a wall and it would bounce back. <laughs> and I've also forgotten to put flour in a cake once. And I opened an arg because my mum's got an arga. I opened the arga and this wave of chocolate just came out at me and I just shut it. And you have to kind of just let it burn to cinders. Mum, you're going to need a new oven. <laughs> I was like, um, just don't go into that oven for a while. It'll, it'll soon be gone. Um, so I'm like a terrible baker because I like to just throw things together. But I find that if you need that time where you just need to be told what to do, how to do it, measurements and be guided, I think baking is really good for that. Mm. Um, and also, to be honest, with you, once I bake, I'm a bit bored and over what I've cooked anyway. But I do find sometimes if I get into that mood where I'm like, I really don't want to look at my phone. I don't really want to watch anything on TV. And I, I don't really want to have to use my brain. I need to just not think about something. I will bake something because I have to follow it really regimented so it works. And I I actually find that really therapeutic, but it's not something, do you know what I mean? I'm terrible at it, but I do find that I have to have that very strict, like you can only put this amount in, you can only put this amount in. And and I actually find that really does help me sometimes just to get out of a funk. I 100% agree with you. I find following a recipe so good for stopping your brain going down that thing of don't believe everything you think and you can sometimes create this reality in your head that's not real and I think cooking following anything even I mean obviously I think that's why I really enjoy putting together flat pack furniture as well oh, I do love that too actually mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I'm more of that <laughs> yeah as soon as Ikea is back as soon as, as, soon as I, I might offer my services to be <laughs> to be one of the people that put them up for people 
I like that methodical thing of this goes here, that goes there, and you do that in this order. I love that. So I completely understand how you feel about cooking. Yeah, I think that that is, it's just funny. It's the difference between kind of cooking and baking for me. I'm like, cooking is just delight, but baking is something that I actually don't Mm. particularly enjoy, but I just sometimes need it. I need that like strict guide. And then obviously you get a cake at the end of it, if you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) sometimes not so much um but so my other thing is I love music <laughs> I was just trying to think I love musicals okay mm-hmm. I basically am a frustrated musical theatre performer I've always got that vibe from you <laughs> I think it might have been my grandma that did this to me because we weren't really allowed to kind of watch like cartoons and stuff with her she was quite she was an, she was a um, ballet teacher and a dance instructor and also used to um, be an examiner for the Royal Academy of Ballet Ooh. so she was quite terrifying actually like if you ever met any of her pupils they, she was the scary lady but she was never scary for us at all and she was great at coming up with different ideas and games and stuff she was wicked and um she just always used to put musicals on for us and I just loved it I mean I feel <laughs> like I lived in a musical as a child anyway and I just find that kind of I, I mean don't get me wrong my boyfriend hates musicals <laughs> And a lot of my friends do as well. They're like, I can't think of anything worse than someone walking down the street and then suddenly breaking into song. But I find it just brings me such sheer joy. Aww. And I sometimes even feel that, I think if you're listening to a musical of some kind while you're having a walk or whatever, it's just in a way so ridiculous and so happy that it, you just can't not love it. And I just find them so like... I, I mean, like, I just put them on when I feel a bit down. Like, Seven Brides and Seven Brothers is, without a doubt, my absolute favourite because it's just the kind of barn dance. It's the romanticness. Obviously, when you watch it when you're a bit older, it's actually politically really wrong, but I didn't know that when I was younger. <laughs> but I don't know, just something really, like, I love how they just kind of break into song about how they're feeling at that point. And just, I think it's just so, it's so kind of cringy, but when you're a kid, you don't know about the cringiness of it and you just think it's really amazing. And, um, and you kind of like, as an adult, you, you think it should be kind of a bit embarrassing and bad, but at the same time, it does bring you that little bit of joy. You're like, actually, this is quite cool. Um, I must admit, I did um, have a cider in the sun the other day, uh, which is my thing in the summer. And I ended up, it went right into my head because I was a bit dehydrated. And I ended up listening to Cell Block Tango from Chicago. And did you try and do some of the moves? <laughs> but I fast the spread eagle. But I fast forwarded to just the bit where Catherine Zeta, because I was having a Catherine Zeta Jones moment, I just fast forward to the bit where she's properly like, I didn't do it. Just like really going for it. But that's you can what I mean. me with my headphones on. But yeah. also, then after that, Rocky Horror. I mean, amazing. Like, just, just, I I went through a stage of just really loving Barbara Streisand for a bit. And I was like, oh my goodness. And and I literally put on like Funny Girl the other day. And I was just like, this is a hilarious and actually a really amazing (laughs) film. (laughs) But it's just, I just love that kind of whole thing of just, you know, what, I mean, it would be great, wouldn't it? And I think that's why I really love those, um, what they call, you know, like in Waterloo Station, everyone suddenly starts dancing. Oh, is it Flash Mob? I mean, I just want to be involved in one of those. Do you now? Every time I go into a station, I really want it to happen. (laughs) 
I feel like that was about a good 10, 15 years ago, though, Brian. That's a uh, motorbike that's just started up downstairs. So just bear with. It's very loud. I don't know if I'm right. You can all hear that, but it's... Good to know. Good to know. I had to stop a podcast the other day because there was a refuse vehicle out, right outside the window. Yeah, so I apologise if it's a bit of a roaring um, no, I thing. I hear it. You're fine. Go on, oh, not okay. right. So musicals, what's next? Uh, yeah, just, just, just sheer joy. Um, so my other one is... Um, Okay, so I've been doing this. This is so random. <laughs> I love your face, listeners. I wish you could see. She's in back. She's not sure, but she's gonna. She's gonna tell you. <laughs> okay, so obviously everyone's been going for their walks, right? Which is sure. great. Um, but I do feel okay. So I do two things when I go for a walk. I always go to grass. <laughs> I walk, and also like take your shoes off. Just take them oh. off. Walk with no shoes on on a grass. Just do that. It literally makes me feel so much better. And it just feel you just feel really grounded and you feel really like it sounds so hippie, but you're like a one with earth. But it just it's such a nice feeling to not wear mm. shoes. I'm not a shoe wearer anyway. If I could get away with not wearing shoes all the time, I would. But I I just think that I love walking on grass. I don't want to walk on a path. And I just feel so much like I don't know, I just love that feeling and it really makes me feel so much better just kind of taking my shoes off, going for a really nice walk in the grass. And just sometimes I feel that I sometimes just need that as well. If I'm getting really like agitated or whatever, then I'll just literally go and take my shoes off and go and stand and just in some grass, which is really random, but it's It's not random at all. There are actually, I mean, they'll make you cringe, I think, but there are things called grounding mats, which are a similar thing. They're supposed to connect you to the energy of the earth. And the theory is that when you, it's like uh, forest bathing, touching a tree, there is supposed to be like an actual chemical reaction that happens. But um, it's something I do at my parents as well in the summer. Yeah. Um, Bare feet on a lawn. Yeah, I actually do it, in, I, I do it in winter. I used to, like, in, even in winter, I was like, I can't be bothered to put my shoes on. I need to go down to the bottom of the garden or something, so I'll just go and get muddy feet. It's quite nice having squelchy mud through your feet as well. Is it? Yes. I'm going to have to try that now. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of gross. But- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But it's kind of lovely at the same time. Like you do feel, it's a, I think all these things are like going back to when you're a child, you know, that's the other thing is like when you're a kid, you were really happy. Like, mm. you know, I mean, that's what I love about watching my my nephew who's two. And like my bro- I was like, oh, how's he doing? He's like, 
he's mental because he runs everywhere. And I was like, oh, God, but that's such a delight. Do you remember when we just used to do that? Like everything, you had to get there so quickly because you just didn't want it to go away. And and I think that that's the thing. Like I think you sometimes have to go back to when you were a child when you weren't worried about that and you didn't, you know, you were playing outside. That's why we all love being outside. And, you know, go and climb a tree. Like I still love climbing a tree. If it's a good tree, I'll climb it for sure. I haven't um, climbed ever. Oh, what? I've never had the upper body strength. No, rubbish, right? We'll go to Richmond Park and we'll go and climb a tree. They're, they've got some good trees. Will you take me tree climbing, Bryony, please? Yes. Okay. I'm oh going to hold goodness. you <laughs> Honestly, that makes you feel amazing. But again, as an adult, you have, you have these kind of weird restrictions when you're an adult going, well, I couldn't possibly climb a tree. And it's like, of course you can climb a tree. Like, there's no age restriction on climbing a tree. If it's a good tree... I look forward to you saving the picture of me in the tree looking terrified, going, how the hell do I get down into your folder of things that make me smile? I'll go into my little... I think that's the thing. So, like, you know, just kind of going back to being a kid, like, take your shoes off, go for, you know, go walking with no... You know, if you haven't got a tree to climb, I highly recommend it, but you'll now look when you go for walks and go, that looks like a really good climbing tree... Go and climb it. It's fun. <laughs> Just don't blame me if you break something. There is a very big tree in the park near me that is sort of, uh, there's a big hollow in the middle and every now and again I see kids in there. So maybe next time I'll, provided there are no youths that I am disturbing, I might go and allow the tree to hug me by going go. into that bit. I'm telling you, you I now <laughs> plant that seed. You're going to look at trees in a different way. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I, it, it's difficult because I grew up in, I was very, very lucky, but I grew up in the countryside. So mm. a lot of our playing and time as a, as a child was outside all the time. I mean, my mum would be like, I don't want you in the house anymore. Can you all go out and not come back until <laughs> I tell you to? And we're like, okay. Um, and it was great. You know, that's kind of what we did, but it's actually really lovely to go back to that. And I think, I think if there's one thing that we can take out of this kind of strange time that we've been having is to really appreciate mother nature. I mean, she's incredible. She's blossoming. The birds are singing like everything about it. And I think that we are definitely starting to look at things a bit more now. And it's an incredible world. And I just think, you know, I love going through woods and things like that. And I, you know, I've always been a bit of a country bumpkin in that side anyway, but yeah, I just, that, that they make me really happy. I'm, in fact, after this, I am going to go for a walk and take my shoes off. Same now. Well, I'm going to put some makeup on under my hair, obviously. <laughs> no, don't you look beautiful? Go with mine. Um, but the other thing that I do while I'm on a walk, so I had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. I think he thinks I'm mental. Well, he knows. But um, I was like, right, so I was having a really bad day. This was a few months ago. I was having a bit of a, I don't even think I was having a bad day. I was just like a bit grumpy. And I was like, I'm going to do a test and see what happens. <laughs> I promise you, you're going to do it now and you're going to realize. So I was walking along the road and I was like, I actually found a lipstick that I thought I'd lost and I was really happy about it. So I pulled Not it out. Don't you? Mm -hmm. I'm so sad that this is the case. So I put it on and I was like, yes. And I was walking <laughs> down the street and I was smiling to myself and I clocked eyes with the person walking towards me. And I had this amazing smile on my face, obviously, because I was really happy about the lipstick find. And they literally looked at me as if I was slightly mental, but then they really smiled back. And I was like, oh, that's really cheered me up. So then I carried on walking and I was like, I'm going to walk down this street 
and I'm going to smile at every single person that has eye contact with me, including like, you know, even if it was cars or whatever in traffic jams, just smiling at people, right, and see what they, you know, not in a kind of creepy way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you don't want to be that person. It's got to be, it's got to be a good smile. It can't be like your fake smile. It's got to be like. Go to the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be like truly genuine about it. And honestly, the reaction that you get from people is so nice that it makes you <laughs> feel really happy. <laughs> they're like, you literally walk down the street and you're like, yay. And they smile back at you that. and they do exactly the same. And it's a really lovely feeling that you get. And I was like, I'm going to do this more often. So I do that. <laughs> I'm that lunatic that's walking past you smiling. No, I like it. I like it. I, I think I sometimes I say hello to people in the morning when I'm on because I tend to go out for walks early yeah um but then I do that thing where if someone looks a bit miserable 50 yards off I'll just be like you know tight smile bit of a nod but maybe I should do the morning yeah even if you're just quickly walking down and it's like if you've got that kind of constant kind of smile on your face and you just genuinely feel quite happy I mean it's quite nice you know often I it makes me smile when I see people for instance walking and they're obviously listening to something funny and they're Mm -hmm. laughing and it makes me smile. So I'm just like, it makes yeah. sense that it does it, but it's quite an infectious thing to do. And I just think if you just look up at someone and you're like, hey, and they kind of smile back at you, I just think it's actually a really nice thing to spread the kind of like a happy vibe. Agreed. I remember um, when I discovered my dad wrote a porno, which must have been about three years ago now. So when I was working at Women's Health and I was on the train into London one morning and I'd only just started listening to it and I wasn't really quite I wasn't quite prepared for what I was hearing and I was silently losing on a very, very busy, crowded, crowded commuter train. And I was weeping by this point. And, so, and there were two other people in the carriage who had seen me and then just started laughing. And then in the end, I had to say, oh, it's this podcast. My dad wrote porno. <laughs> so good. But it is infectious. And I felt it so is. daft. I was just, I was weeping with laughter. I just think, but that's the thing, like even just the thought of it, like seeing you do that will make other people smile. And I just think it's a really, smiling is a really infectious thing. And I think it can actually really make you feel really good. It gives you Mm. that kind of boost of endorphins that I think is a really nice thing to do. And like I said to you, obviously you've got to feel it. You can't be a miserable sod and be like, okay, (laughs) because it looks terrifying to people. But I think, (laughs) but I I actually think, and like I was, I even did it at that time with my boyfriend. I was like, just try it. It's really funny. As in, it's a really nice thing to do. So we kind of were doing it to one another, like doing it to people walking past. They must thought we were absolutely bonkers. But um, but yeah, so that made me. That's 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 on my list. Um, what's the other thing? So, okay, so I've got quite into. So I'm one of these people when I go to sleep, I quite like to listen to something, either an audio book. Because that's the other thing. And when I was younger, I used to, um, that's when I always find that that's when all your memories and all the day's worries and everything were coming back. Mm-hmm. And I always used to get a bit like, oh, now I can't sleep because I'm worried that, have you know, it's like your checklist that you do at nighttime, don't you? It's horrible. So I either listen to like audio books, which I really love. And I instantly go to sleep like straight away. I don't even listen to the book. It's just having that kind of those words. So I've actually got quite into... Um, like sleep stories and stuff like that. But I've also tried, and I, I, I did a, um, I went on a really amazing um, press launch a while back um, where I stayed in a treehouse. 
Brownie's dream, literally. I couldn't have been happier in my entire life in this treehouse. Was this and, the uh, London treehouse or was the, this the one on the coast? No, this was this was one in, uh, I think we were in Dorset somewhere. Nice. Oh, it was incredible. Um, but we also did a workshop, which was sound bowl meditation. And it was so amazing that... I was like, I was kind of like, oh, I'm totally down with this, guys. Like, I, you know, I'm happy to be a hippie. Cool. And I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really feel this. And it was a really interesting experience because I thought I'd either fall asleep in it, or I, I, d- I didn't really know what to expect. And it's very interesting because they have these incredible like crystal bowls and they do mm. these like amazing sounds, right? from them and I was a bit like okay fine and I was awake and present the whole time and then when we came to a couple of the girls were like oh my god I properly tripped out like she even sat bolt upright and was like oh that was really weird and I said to her I was I said to the teacher I was kind of expecting actually to either go to sleep or not and I said I felt that I was still quite consciously aware of what was going on and she was like that's the best way to be because that is actually you're in that stage where you're not asleep but you're also, you're not thinking about everything else. And actually that's the best. <gasps> Bless you. Excuse me. I tried to, tried no, to start out, but I ruined it. I ruined your story. Carry no, on, sorry. Um, she just said that that's the best level of relaxation is not to be asleep and you're not really conscious. You're kind of in that, you know, that level just before you go into sleep. She said that is the most relaxing part. And that's kind of where, when you do meditation, that's where you kind of want to be. Now, I've not really tried um, meditation to the point where I'm like that chilled. Like I've done bits, but I do find the sound, you can either call them sound bath or sound bowls. I I don't really know what the right word for it is. But um, I've been doing quite a lot of those when I go to sleep. Oh my goodness, literally the best night's sleeps of my life. It's really wow. weird. It literally lulls me into this kind of like... Have you got any recommendations? You could you send me the links and I'll put it in the show notes for listeners? Yes. Yeah, so funnily enough, because I've been doing this home festival thing with a couple oh, of yes, friends of mine. Fun. Yeah, which has been absolutely amazing. And it's been so nice to kind of reconnect with um, people that I used to work with. So like one of them is um, Camilla, who used to be on um, Strictly. She was one of the pro dancers. And her name is Camilla Sacra de la Rue. I think I don't know how to say it. I said, said, said Camilla Dallarup, like they used to say on um, Strictly. That's wrong. <laughs> there you go, Camilla Dallarup. There you go. But she says it so well. She so she she's got a really lovely way of saying it. But she actually has been doing kind of like really beautiful like meditations and like um, very short ones. But so I was chatting to her about it, and she's kind of put me. She was like, actually, I really because I, I said to her, I really love sound bath and sound bowl meditations, and she's recommended quite a few different bits and pieces to me. But there's a new app. Which which she told me about called insight timer oh nice and i think you can either pay for some of it or some yeah. of it you don't have to and it does loads of different ones it doesn't do loads of sound bath ones but it does quite a lot of different meditation things but i just find them really good at night time if you just can't switch off um but there's loads on youtube and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you've got to find but i just quite like the kind of um i think she's incredible the way that her voice is you've got to really connect with the voice as well of someone um, and also um, one of the Hemsley sisters, is it Jasmine or Jemima? No, J- Jasmine. Jasmine. She was the one that actually did the one while we were on um, a press launch. And I followed her and she does incredible sound bath ones as well. Oh. And they're, yeah, she's really good on her Instagram. And I, I love her, her stuff. So yeah they're, just, her. yeah, they're just really cool. I just really like them. And you don't have to be 
a hippie or someone that's into meditation or anything like that to enjoy it because I think I'm kind of on the fence with most of that kind of stuff but I feel that it just again these times where you just go to bed and you are suffering with a bit of anxiety and worry I think that they've just really helped me personally well the human body responds to sound in a so you know if you hear a loud bang you respond to it because you have a reaction. So uh, I think the thing, I mean, I haven't done enough research into sound bathing, but it essentially, it, I think it promotes, it puts you in like alpha brain waves, which is like if you're in hypnosis. Mm, it works. It's Don't weird. Don't put me on that listeners because I will do my research and find out exactly, but it does it. it did you say if you, you felt that you were conscious, but you kind of weren't, you were present and you were definitely conscious, but something else was going on. You were in a different sort of yeah things were firing differently. That's lovely. It's I'm glad great. that you found that. Yeah, it's really cool though. But it honestly, like I will wake up and be like, wow, that was an incredible night's sleep. And I really can't remember when I dozed off, if that makes sense. It really mm. does put you into a really deep like sleep, which I, yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, to be fair, I've never really suffered badly with, I can sleep at any point anywhere, but it was, it's nice. <laughs> I'm quite a relaxed person like that. But, um, but it, I do find at nighttime when you've got those worries going on, it just, yeah, just helps a lot. Nice. Ah. So brilliant. So we've gone from, so we've done the whole day. A feel good day. I'm looking you through my entire day. Um, I love uh, it. A day in the life of Brownie's brain. Uh, slightly <laughs> concerning. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, those are the kind of things. And, you know, my other thing, which I'm sure everyone else says, is just if you've got that happy person in your life, then call them. Mm. That's the other thing. Like, I, you know, there are occasional people that you like, no not her or if you've got a problem you'll call him or do you know what I mean but there's there's always got to be that one person that will just make you laugh and yeah actually say the really inappropriate things that you just go probably not helping but it makes you laugh so you're like yeah that's actually quite funny and I kind of think that that's quite important as well to just be like I mean I've got me and one of my best mates she's brilliant she's like She'll phone me up and be like, right, just so you know, this is the situation and this is happening. <laughs> and, and it just instantly makes me laugh, even no matter what hysterical fit she's having. It's quite funny. And But she, I can bring her to that like humor side and she can bring me to that humor side. And, um, and I think that you've kind of call those people if they're, you know, mm. they're the ones that don't always have to be your happy friend. I mean, I, I tend to be the happy friend for a lot of people, but I also have that it's nice to have the people that do that for you too. Yeah. Sometimes the happy friend needs a happy friend just to keep them bolstered. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, those are kind of my, um, my things, which I think, you know, I think if everyone tries them, just see, especially climbing the tree. What have we got to lose? Bryony, I've enjoyed those so much. Thank Aww. you so, so much. I honestly have loved each and every single one. Oh, well, I'm glad. I just hope that people take a little bit of that. I mean, I listened to your, um, the one with Lisa Snowden and I love Lisa so much. She's such a like, beautiful human. Isn't and she's she? so, yeah. And I love her kind of like, I love her spirit, spirituality. I can't actually mm. say that word, but. <laughs> we <laughs> you know, know what I mean. you mean. <laughs> yeah. And she's just such a grounding person to be around. And I really related to what she was saying. Um, and I just, yeah. And I just think for me, it's about, Keeping your pecker up a little bit in times, you know? It's mm. hard. It is hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not always happy. <laughs> but, but yeah, just if you've got those strategies in place, it might get a bit easier yeah. on the days when you really need it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think they're all things that you can easily find as well, you know, to do. And no one's going to judge you if you're going to jump around 
a little shop of horrors in your front room. No. Um, this has been delightful. Thank you so much. The links to everything that you've mentioned that are linkable will be in the show notes. And obviously I'll put the links to you and to Home Festival Fun because that is obviously a great resource and thing that you're doing now and your Instagram and everything. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, no, it's been great. It's, it's just, you know, it's nice to see it. It's, it I, the one thing I would say is that I found the community online and podcasts and Instagram and social media has really brought people together which I think is really lovely as well and I think that's a massive positive you know I've I've become very good friends with a lot of people on there that I didn't really know that well and we've kind of you know grown to know each other through Mm. through the screen yeah because I think I there are people that I'm talking to a lot more now because I just always used to think oh I'll see them at such and such so you'd never you'd never really send that whatsapp and now I feel like I'm actually uh, at the beginning of the day I'm thinking oh I'm just going to check in on so and so and I'm going to message such and such because you don't know when you're going to see the next so you are so yeah I've noticed that too definitely yeah. messaging and speaking to more people which is nice yeah well, thank thank you so much it's always so brilliant to chat to you whether it's on the podcast or whether it's not <laughs> over a glass of wine next time it will be with us hopefully you live so close to me that when it all when it is allowed you're going to be one of the first people who's going to see me pull up outside the house. <laughs> yes, do it with a glass of rosé. Yes, or a case maybe. <laughs> That's going to be the only thing when everyone gets back together. No one's going to be like, yep, just one. No one's going to be like, screw it. We don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. So true, so true, which is great. I love that idea. Why not? Um, yeah, thank you so while. much. Thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I think what you're doing is wonderful. You always you always manage to make everything so interesting, but also incredibly upbeat as well. You're doing great things for people. So keeping us Aww. all entertained. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Right. No. Lots of love. Thank you for Lots joining me. <laughs> thank you for having me. Take care. Bye. Bye.